All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions. Welcome to the Mortgage Talk Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, sitting here with Jake Giraffe. How's it going, Jake? Good. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing wonderful today. Wonderful. So today we're going to do an extra, extra long mortgage buzz. We're Got a couple kinda, articles to talk about here today. Kind of just, uh, we we were going to have a, a, a interview or uh, somebody else in the booth, but they decided not to be present today, so stuff happens. So we are just going to uh, talk about some random housing articles. All right. Our first article we have here is from the New York Times. All right. And it's, as affordable housing crisis grows, HUD sits on the sidelines. Yeah, and I, I think um, the, looking at this one, it's a lot more to do with, with rent. Mm-hmm. Um, rent control and stuff like you that. Know, the, and, the one thing I did take out of this that I, I've seen in my career is that it says on the bottom here that national rents rose 32% while wages have remained flat. And I think that's a really important thing to realize, especially when it deals with, uh, you know, lower income and they say, especially elderly people, um, people really on fixed income. Fixed income, yeah. Um, that, you know, it just in general, I think last time with the housing boom and stuff that we got in trouble with is how fast stuff went up, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're not paying, if, if you're not making more money at work, um, it's harder to, you know, afford a bigger house. It takes more of your, your you know, your paycheck out and... It kind of, you know, starts kind of a debt spiral. Yep. Yeah. It's saying that a lo- large por- portion of people they're getting like seventy percent of their income is going just to their housing payment, and we're really limiting um, subsidized housing is one of the things going on right now with HUD. Is a lot of cutbacks there. Yeah, uh, and I know uh, I know a lot of a lot of home investors I work with are um, you know are work with, uh, you know, with HUD and, and lower income people. And, and, you know, they're, they're desperately trying to find homes that they can, you know, that they can, the rent that makes sense for both parties. I, I think there's, there's a logical, you know, there's a logical sense in there, but it, it sounds like the new, you know, the, the new, the new chairman of the HUD is kind of trying to cut a little bit more funding maybe than needed. Yeah, it's, it's a big crunch on affordable housing, and one of the reasons for that is just there's so much demand right now, and there's just not a whole lot of new construction builds on affordable housing. It's a lot of more luxury housing and stuff like that. So the luxury housing is seeing a little bit more of a stable market mm-hmm. while it's getting really crazy in the affordable market, and that's really where we're having some problems here. Yeah, I you know I, I really hope that they find a, find a solution because... Like I said, I, I think it's it obviously, you know, dealing with mortgages, it's, it's one thing, but, you know, this kind of comes down to to necessity, you know, shelter is a necessity that people need. And and I it's definitely, you know, with a housing shortage, pretty much we're seeing it, Minnesota, Texas, Florida, I mean, all over, I, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's it. on the rent side, as well as the uh, housing costs, it's just, just in that affordable market is becoming less and less affordable. Mm-hmm. And even for buyers as well. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, uh, it's a good time to buy if, if you're looking at buying and, and trying to fix some costs because you don't know how high it will go. Yep. 
All right. What's our next one here? All right. We got an article from Market Watch. And this one is, this is how much you'll pay in hidden costs when you own a home. So we're talking about some some of those hidden costs to home ownership. Yeah, this is, I, I think this really goes into what we say um, and kind of our motto here. And, you know, my motto has been in the business is when I deal with any type of homeowners, you know, is the plan, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think you can speak for yourself that you went from renting to owning and there was probably stuff that, you know, you were like, crap. Yep, I had a scare with my air conditioning a couple of months after getting into my house, and yeah. it's just like, oh boy, uh, this isn't some. This would have been my landlord's problem in the past. This is my problem. Luckily, didn't turn out to be anything, but you know, in my head, I was like, well, this is another two, three thousand dollar cost that, you know, I dipped all into savings and all that type of stuff to come up with a down payment. Yeah, and I, it's 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 very important for people to realize. Um, that, you know, just in this article, it says property taxes, you know, property taxes generally go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, utilities, utilities generally go up. Homeowners insurance, it generally goes up. So even yep. though you are in a fixed mortgage and, you're, and your payment's the same, you're going to see some increased cost along the way of owning a home, obviously, you know, and with that, you'll, you'll get equity, but also too, just, just the repairs alone, um, you know, you always want to try to do rainy day fund or, you know, that that's really the best thing you can do is, is to put away money every month for, for any type of, you know, we call it a rainy day for a rainy day. Yeah. And that's where a lot of times when we talk to people, we really look at the planning of, you know, what would be the difference if you did 3% rather than 5% down and the 5% down depletes every single dollar you have versus three gives you a little bit of that rainy day fund. And when you really look at things, it, a lot of times it makes more sense to just do the less money down. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of, a lot of times, you know, especially on the lower credit end and stuff, they'll, they'll require you to have at least one month reserves. Sometimes they'll require you to have three month reserves. And the reason for that is exactly this is if something happens, you know, um, if your, if your AC goes out or, you know, tree falls on your roof i mean it, you, there's just a million things that can happen that you know you you're you're a saver yep. you're not a spender you're a saver and there's there's some type of fallback plan yep and, and i think right now we're finding a lot too with uh being a seller's market at the moment you're not able to get those uh, seller paid uh, home uh home warranties as well as some people were able to get a few years ago and stuff like that that had a little bit of um that cushion in case something did happen with an appliance or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you should always, you know, depend on your home. I know people that get home warranties on brand new homes. I know people that don't get home warranties. I mean, if, you know, if you're comfortable, if you're comfortable fixing your, your windows and some people are super handy and it's, it's, it's nothing at all. But if people are like me, I mean, I call, I call the maintenance person for a light bulb. I just, it's just me. So I, <laughs> I, uh, definitely I, makes a difference. I have a little bit more, higher of a maintenance bill than I would say my brother who, you know, he'll, he'll put on a rough if he needs to. <laughs> All right. Well, what's our next topic? Our next article here is five mortifying reasons mortgage applications end up in the reject pile. And this goes over a couple factors that can uh, lead to rejections for your mortgage. Yeah, this is a, uh, it's a very, very good list here, Jake. So what's our first topic? Uh, one thing is you didn't use your credit cards enough, and that's kind of 
against kind of what most people would think when you're talking about mortgage approvals. Yeah, I had a buyer this week, actually, and we kind of went back and forth because he was getting other advice from other people um, about using their credit cards. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's 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 kind of a loaded question. It's, it's a yes and a no. Yes, you need to establish credit. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to use your credit cards if you don't have credit, if you don't have an auto loan, student loans. Um, pretty much if you don't have anything on credit, then you're going to need your credit cards. Now, however, you do not need to max out your credit cards. Yep. There, there's a big difference. You, you know, putting a tank of gas on a, on a credit card is the same as, you know, maxing out your credit card. The difference is, is that when the model shows and you only have credit cards and, you know, even if you pay it off, even if it's a hundred dollar credit card and you pay it off every month, if it's showing a $70 balance, your credit score is going to be severely affected by it mm-hmm. than if it shows a $20 balance. Yep. So it's, you know, this, this article is, it's good that it, 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 you know, it talks about, you know, credit cards, credit cards are also really good for reestablishing credit. Yep. So if you have an event such as a foreclosure, a bankruptcy, something along the lines that, you know, something happened, you, uh, you know, you, you, you can reestablish your credit with, you know, credit cards. They're a great tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just sheds light on the subject that it's uh, credit cards can be both good and a bad in terms of uh, the mortgage approval. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way and the best way to find out is especially if you're going to build credit or you really, really want to buy a house is to come talk to us. Mm-hmm. Even if you have no idea if your credit is good or bad, I, you know, I've done this long time. I, I know quite a bit of how to build credit, how to, how to set you on the right track. So stay tuned and we're going to cover the other four reasons of why people get rejected for mortgages. Hello, friends. I've been talking to you about Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens, Minnesota's first green cemetery dedicated to celebrating life and protecting our environment. One of the many wonderful things they have is something called the living urn. Ashes are buried in an urn with seedlings ultimately coming back to life as a glorious tree. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Why don't you log on to the website mngreengraves.com. Learn more about Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. See if it might be something that's meaningful for you. Hi, this is Matt from the Green Home Doctors. Did you know approximately 80% of our homes in our area are not sealed and insulated properly? A typical home has air leakage equivalent to that of a large open window. Green Home Doctors has treated thousands of homes with our special diagnostic equipment and can prescribe the appropriate remedy for your house. Stop air conditioning your whole neighborhood this summer. Call today and take advantage of rebates from Excel Energy and CenterPoint Energy. Visit greenhomedr.com. Minnesota is home to the only major institution in North America devoted to Russian art, history, and culture. The Museum of Russian Art, located off 35W on Diamond Lake Road in South Minneapolis, can be your personal connection to extraordinary artists, stories, and context. We offer more exhibitions and events than ever before, from concerts and lectures to vodka tastings and more. Open daily, free parking, and a great group on deal. Find out more at tmora.org. 
Waking up is easy when you look forward to breakfast. Serve seven days a week at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul. Try eggs your way with hash browns, bacon, or sausage. There are four delicious varieties of eggs Benedict that should not be missed. And buttermilk pancakes, waffles, or French toast are always fresh off the griddle. How about a Bloody Mary or screwdriver from the bar? The Downtowner Woodfire Grill is located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking. Or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Welcome back to the Mortgage Talk Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, and beside me is the one, the only, Jake Durack. Thanks for having me back, Steve. Yeah, it was a really grand, <laughs> grand entrance. So on the first segment, um, we were covering, we did a kind of a freestyle mortgage bud segment where we were just covering random articles. And, you know, we were, we covered the, the question one of this, you know, is why people get rejected. And, you know, that one was, you didn't use credit cards enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we have, we have a few other reasons here and, um, Jake, all right. Number two here is you open new credit cards recently. Um, yes, that is uh, absolutely positively can affect uh, your your credit. Mm-hmm. Um, if it could, you know, even a point could technically matter from approval to not approval. Anytime you're going to buy a home or purchase anything major, you should not open any type of new debt. Yep. At least for three months. Um, I generally have a six month rule um, where it, I'd say probably you probably should wait six months, um, but definitely three months. It, it usually even takes three months to to register. Um, I've had so many people um, and, and a lot of clients and have had a lot of a lot of bad situations that where they the number one thing for me is people will go to a furniture shop, yep. they'll be buying a new home, and they'll see you know, some type of furniture and the salesman won't let them leave. And they, well, they get ahead of themselves thinking you know, like, I'm getting a house. What do I need for this house? Af- I need furniture. Absolutely. So let's go and let's get this on credit. You know, that makes sense right now. But then you look into it at the very end and that could be the thing that blows up a deal is the fact that you went and bought a sofa. Absolutely. And that, that right there, they, people think, Sometimes I, I think, I, I don't know if it's naive or people think they can get away with stuff, but the, the lender absolutely will do a soft credit pull, they call it, and they will look for inquiries during the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they, you know, if they, with all the technology now, it's, it's 
it's a little bit more than at your word. They they will find out if you have a debt, and if they have that debt and they have to add it in, and you know that could really cost. That could that can cost you the house. Yeah. I've seen it. It's you know it's it's horrible. So absolutely, if you're gonna open a new credit card, don't do it while you're in the process of looking for a home. And I would say probably don't even do it within at least three months of you know going to get pre-approved because it will affect your credit any new any new type of debt you take onto your credit it, it goes down a little bit and then it'll jump back up and it usually takes at least three to six months yeah because you'll get the ding for the inquiry so that's where you, your credit score could drop below what you needed and then also is if you do end up taking out a, um, a bit of new debt it can screw up your uh your debt ratio mm-hmm Absolutely. And where we you were good for that home, all of a sudden you go above a certain threshold, and now you can't get that home. Absolutely. And the biggest thing on that to always keep in mind: ask the loan officer. Mm-hmm. Don't ask the realtor. Don't ask your father. Don't ask your mother. Yep. Don't ask your cousin. Don't ask your sister. Ask the loan officer. Um, ask whoever you're working with that's getting you the mortgage. Ask them. Yep. They know. Don't don't you know with something like that, you know that trust the professional don't yep. don't really trust anybody else because i've i've seen a lot of a lot of bad situations yep a lot all right it can definitely kill a deal <laughs> all right uh number three here is you missed a medical bill so medical bills are a little different than uh like a charge off for a credit card uh, medical bills with generally conventional deals too but definitely FHA, VA, USDAs, they're, they're actually forgiven medical collections. Um, the, this article gets at, though, is that it still will count against your credit score, meaning if, you know, if, if it's on your credit and you're supposed to pay for it and you don't make the payment, until it goes into collections, it's still, it, it's still a negative mark on your credit. Mm-hmm. So it, you won't have to... FHA, they... The majority of mortgages and, and lenders and traditional loans will not make you ever repay a medical bill or a collection, a medical debt, or they will not add it back in like, you know, a collection for, you know, a, a credit card or, or something like that. But it, it definitely will negatively impact your score. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so you could, you know, you, you could have a 700 credit score and, you know, not not make a medical payment or two and next thing you know your credit score is going to be like 630 yep and it takes about seven years for collections to get off your credit so it won't hurt all seven years the longer it goes the less it'll have the impact but yeah it's definitely definitely important really just to pay all your bills any any type of missed bill is Mm -hmm. going to have a negative effect on your credit card definitely you know definitely it yeah any any really any missed payment is is not a good idea Mm mm-hmm Yep, it can definitely kill things. Uh, so those three had to do with uh, your uh, credit and debt. Uh, number four here is one of the other elements with qualification is job history. So number four is you change jobs. Yes, uh, I've just like the furniture cards. Um, I've also seen this to where people have switched jobs mid transaction, um, and it has unfortunately, you know. Crush the deal. the The thing with jobs and the thing that lenders look at is they're looking at a two year history. Rather, you're self employed. You know, uh, you work for somebody else. They want two years. Mm-hmm. Now, generally, it's not an issue if 
you're you're moving up or you're moving lateral. Um, you, a lot of people do that. It, you know, they'll they'll accept job offer letters. They'll they'll take pay stubs. I mean, it, it's it's fairly common to change jobs. Um, if you change jobs a lot, flag, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's kind of what it's getting at. Um, also, too, is when you're in the process, the actual purchase process, and you change a job, and it's for less money, mm-hmm. then you're going to get qualified off of less money. Yep. And I, I've seen I've seen some people where they've gone from a salary job to a commission job, um, and not knowing that you know you need the two years of the commission, and it, it it's hurt their home buying chances because it you know all of a sudden they just lost half their income that they're buying for the house. Yep. And another part with the process too is what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to do a verification of employment. Mm-hmm. And you run into it sometimes as we get that verification of employment, we go to the employer when you uh, put together your application. We go to them and they say, uh, yeah, they quit like a week or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so yeah, they, we will know. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. On top of that, too, three days, well, it's technically 10 days, but generally it's about three to four days before funding. They actually do a verbal verification of employment as well. Um, and, and they do verify start dates. They do verify that you work there. Um, they, you know, they, they definitely, you know, lenders, we're doing our due diligence. Like we want, we want to make sure that it, the loans going, it, you know, if they don't verify employment and, and people are changing jobs and doing stuff, then it, it really affects your house value. Mm-hmm. It affects everybody's house value. That's what happened last time is it's kind of a chain effect. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's really important. And like we always say, what do you start with? You start with a plan mm-hmm. and you sit down and you start with a plan with one of us and we walk you through and we show you, you know, this is how you qualify. This is what to do. And this is what you don't do. And what you don't do is you you know, you don't take a job mid-process for less money. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and again, it goes back to talk to your loan officer. If you're thinking about changing jobs, like obviously it's on you for what you do with your career aspirations, what you do, but tell your loan officer because they'll give you feedback on what this could potentially do to you buying that home. Correct. All right. All right. Um, Last but not least. All right, number five, you lied on your app loan application. <laughs> um, and this is kind of what we were going into with the the change jobs and people you know kind of a lot of like not opening credit i mean kind of the it kind of goes across the board as far as you know not telling the loan officer the truth mm-hmm. um it it generally always is a bad idea the you know with today's software that that we run for like auditing and stuff it it's pretty crazy i've seen people that say they've lived at certain houses and I had no idea and I submitted the loan and I've gotten back a a profile report that shows how they've lived at different places and they have Facebook and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's the, the software that the lenders are using to verify the loans and to verify, you know, that it's the truth is it's, there's, we've never seen anything like it. Very sophisticated. Lots of different data points. You know, we've never, as an industry as a whole, we've never been at this point where we're so technology based that I, I can, you know, like I, I had an application the other day. I, I literally pulled income, taxes, everything within a minute, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the lenders and, and our audit software and our quality control plans, we can do the same thing. We, we, we make sure that, you know, we, again, we want to make sure that you're telling the truth. You know, it's one thing to, you know, to not know when you started a job two years ago, but it's another thing to like not tell somebody about a debt or a house Mm -hmm. or, you know, you're in the process of having foreclosures. I mean, 
you know, I see, I see quite a bit of things um, where people just don't tell the truth. Yep. And, you know, one, it's against the law, it's mortgage fraud. But two, it, it generally ends really poorly, it really badly. It gets found out quite often because that's the thing is these lenders, they're lending out money on hundreds of thousands of dollars on these properties it's a big risk for them. They want to make sure that they have as much data points as possible. Mm -hmm. And in today's society, they have access to a lot of those data points. Absolutely. And they care. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be kind of the wild, wild west and nobody really cared and money was flowing. Now it's, it, like I said, it's amazing the stuff that I've seen that, that even we can do that these big lenders do where it's like, wow, I have no idea. I, I had no idea, mm -hmm. you know, and basically person lied to us so all right well that is the music jake that was a great show today thank you for coming in glad to be here <laughs> you can find us on satorimortgage.com have a great sunday